Inside the Healing Room with Evangeline Hemrick. I am here with Dr. Katie Henry. Welcome to Inside the Healing Room. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and let me get to dive into. I am so excited too because I love introducing my listeners to healers and entrepreneurs. And it seems like you are both of those things and that you help other healers thrive. And that's what I'm all about. So I cannot wait to get to know you better and hear what all you do. Yeah, thank you. And I think that, um, you know, I've gotten the opportunity to learn more about you and this work. And I just think the fact that even this podcast exists and who it's for is amazing because I think so often uh, as healers, we do a lot for other people and then we kind of forget to tune in for ourselves, but also to connect with other people. And uh, I'm always very open to the fact that, you know, I don't know everything. I don't know every single possible thing that can help support somebody to thrive into their fullest potential. And so, you know, I'm not only excited for this conversation, but to connect even more with the, the community of beautiful people that are listening to this, because I just know that there's so much magic that all of us are creating. So I'm really grateful. That is so true. I think right now, it's more important than ever that healers come together and have strong community and just, you know, really, really lift each other up. And I've enjoyed tuning in to your Facebook lives and your your channeling and all the inspiration that you are putting out there. I'm so grateful because for me, as someone who does similar kind of messages and content, we need it. You know, <laughs> we need it as mm-hmm. much as people who aren't into, you know, having a healing practice and working with people as coaches. If I'm if I'm lucky enough to come across like and you're doing a live I'm so lit up and inspired by that. So thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I agree with everything you just said. It's so important for people who are in the healing space to have the healing support for themselves too. And I have been intrigued with you as I've been getting to know you online with your doctorate studies at Duke University and you're a physical therapist. So you've got that medical science side and then I have gotten to know your intuitive spiritual side through seeing your posts and watching you live. I love it when somebody is balanced like that in both the spiritual, the medical, all of it together. So I just know you've got quite a healing story. I can only imagine. So what got you to this point? Like how, how did you get here to be this bridge between the science, the spirit? Well, thank you so much for saying that. And I think that bridge of of science and spirituality is a huge part of my mission and purpose, because I think for so long, and, and not only my own experience, but I think for so many people, it has to be this or that. And I believe it's a both and situation. And um, we're very multifaceted beings and people, and we have to look at things in multiple ways. So my journey has been interesting, like I'm sure everybody who is listening to this, theirs has. Um, but I've always known for pro- the majority of my life that I wanted to be in some kind of healing profession. I wanted to do something that would be in service to other people. It's very natural for me. Um, it's part of my personality. And as I look at kind of my, my gifts from, from a spiritual perspective, but also how I show up, 
it's natural and it's just part of who I am. And I believe it's part of my purpose in the world to do this work. So I, you know, grew up in a um, household where it was very like driven, go, do, achieve, do the next thing. And um, my family has a lot of medical background. My mother's a nurse. Now, in the rest of our family, um, one of my brothers is a, a physician. Um, he's a cardiologist. Um, my sister is a nurse. And I have lots of other family members in the medical field. So for me, I was like, oh, well, if I want to help people, like I'm going to be a doctor. Um, I've always been around kids my whole life. I'm the oldest of all of my siblings and all the grandchildren. We have a very close-knit family. And so I was like, oh, well, I'll just work with kids because it's very natural for me. So um, in college, I was a biology major and studying all of that kind of stuff. I had done volunteer work, um, but I was also a division one um, college athlete and I played volleyball and I got hurt because every athlete has some form of overuse injury or some kind of thing that happens. And so I started to actually look more into rehabilitation, recovery, how to help people recover from injury, but also prevent injury. So I spent a lot of time with our trainers and things like that. And I kind of was like, wait, maybe I don't want to be a a physician. Maybe I want to be something in this realm. And then I volunteered at the Children's Hospital in Chicago and in their physical therapy department. And I was like, this is what I want to do. And so I kind of went through the path. I went to Duke. I got my doctorate in physical therapy and I got a job at the rehab hospital in Chicago, which is now called Shirley Ryan Ability Lab. And I was like, yes, this is it. I love this. This is so perfect. And I loved my job. I love working as a physical therapist. However, I started to see what I like to identify now as just different problems with our healthcare system. And I don't want to get into a whole political thing, but it was like, I've always had this desire. Well, I'm here to help people. I'm here to help people get better. I'm here to use the tools and knowledge I know. And it just seemed like that wasn't the driving force for a lot of things in the more traditional medical healthcare system. And that like broke my heart. I'm very empathic. I feel a lot. And I didn't have an understanding of the spiritual side of my work until later. But looking back now, I'm like, of course, I had all these spiritual things and how they impacted me because I didn't have an understanding of it, which is part of the reason why I think the marriage of the two is so important. But what happened is I got really burnt out. I got really sick. I got the swine flu when that was a pandemic at the time. So I had to quarantine in my room. I'm like 106 degree fever. I still went back to work as soon as I was like fever free, um, even though I was feeling terrible, which is probably not good for any of the patients or anyone I worked with. I uh, like collapsed at work. All, uh, I got adrenal fatigue, all of these things because I didn't understand the spiritual side of myself and my work, but I also just cared so much and I was giving so much to everybody else. And so while I was in grad school, I had done yoga and a meditation training and was a certified yoga meditation teacher. And I was like, wait a second, what if I start to apply some of those principles into my work as a physical therapist and really start to look at the whole person? And I noticed that my my patients always got different results. They either, like literal miracles were happening, like people who would never walk again were walking. They were able to find movement in ways that no one ever thought. And outside of just doing like regular physical therapy type rehabilitation. And so I was like, I know there's something magical about what I'm doing. I don't really know what it is, but I know it's important to start to integrate some of these things. And so in the combination of me, like my physical body being like, you need to change something and shutting down on so many levels and this integration of more of a holistic perspective, 
I eventually left the hospital I was at and started my own private practice. And in that journey, I also studied, you guys might notice the pattern, I love to learn and study. So I've been trained and certified in a lot of different things. Um, But I studied holistic health, um, became a certified holistic health coach, then started studying and understanding like different forms of healing, mostly from a space of curiosity of like what was going on within myself, but to give people other tools. So I learned a lot of spiritual type of work, energy healing, emotional freedom techniques, tapping. I've done, oh my gosh, a certification in like angel card reading and tarot and, and like just dove into understanding energy medicine and all of these other things that were aside from like traditional medicine. And I was like, well, I don't want to go back and do like a Chinese medicine certification or whatever. I was like, I'm done with school. I don't need to do more of that, but I want to keep learning. And so it was just this path of, of desire to learn and understand more, but really, and Evangeline, you and I were talking about this before we, we dove into this conversation, but I was like, I just want more tools. I want more tools for myself and I want more tools to give people. And so that's really what has brought me to this path. And so I had my practice and I was doing coaching kind of on the side and then all the coaching stuff started growing. And I said, well, I love my work as a physical therapist, but there's only so much I can do one-on-one with people. What if I amp up my other stuff and, and really create a bigger impact? And, you know, I won't go into the whole litany of all of that stuff, but what eventually it led to is what I'm doing now, which is I still do a little bit of physical therapy work. I absolutely love it. But the bigger work that I do is supporting a lot of the people I work with, our healthcare providers, our healers, our coaches, um, helping them to to thrive in their own health, well-being, mindset, spirituality, all of those kinds of things so that they can show up fully in their work and in their businesses. Because I believe that as I support them, they're supporting even more people. And so that's a way that I can really create a bigger impact and a ripple and so that has led me onto this space and it all came from a desire to learn more. And really, as I'm even understanding at a deeper level, trusting, trusting myself and trusting our intuition. And as healers, like we know so much that doesn't make logical sense, but always feels right in some way, shape or form. And I believe the more that we trust that and the more that we tap into these tools that are available to all of us the better we can show up as ourselves, but also the better work we can do in the world and the bigger impact we can make. And so I'm always on this space of of growth and not because I used to learn and study and do programs because I felt like I needed to know it. And now what I realize is it's, it's a desire and, and I get to follow those desires. And, and my hope is that, you know, anything I share with people, it sparks a desire in them and that they can learn more as well. And it just gives us the ability to access more of what's possible for us um, as human beings, as spirits. And and my area of expertise is the brain and like neuroscience from from a rehabilitation perspective. And there's just so much more in our brain that we're not tapping into. And so I think this marriage of, of the science and kind of traditional medicine and the spiritual path allows us to start to tap into even more of the potential that lies within all of us. That's how I got to here. I knew, I knew there was a good healing story in there. <laughs> when I just saw your offering and, and I saw your message, I was like, mm-hmm, she's had a major wake-up call, aha moment, and not that they stop. I mean, my gosh, they just keep the aha moments and wake-up calls just 
keep unfolding for us because I am so happy I met you because that is just my passion as well. You know, after 25 years of like working hands-on with clients, about two years ago, like I just started having this desire in my heart. Like I want to reach the people who are helping and serving the world. I want to, I want to work with them. So it's so exciting for me to hear how you're doing that. And have you been, you, like you said, you're still doing a little bit of like the physical therapy practice. What does that look like mm-hmm. for you this year? Like, are you, are you hands-on at this point or are you strictly remote? So it was going to, <laughs> so funny. So I'm new to Austin. Um, I live in Austin, Texas right now. And um, my practice started in Chicago. And so I moved here and it took a little bit of time, like transfer the licenses and, and figure out how I wanted to set things up. Um, and so I had, I have literally a handful of patients and I work with them at like a high level. And I was seeing a couple people in person and I was just about to start at this beautiful like burn center, very holistic healing space in Austin, which is what I love about here is they're so open to more alternative type of practice, but also do a lot of more traditional things. So I was like, yes, I found a perfect place to get started. And that was supposed to be in April. So um, I'm actually just starting in the physical space um, this month. So I've been doing virtual sessions. And I don't know what your experience has been. But for me, physical therapy, especially because I work with kids, and a lot of them are babies, it's a hands-on thing for me in so many ways. And when I talk about the spiritual side of things, I'm, I'm very clear sentient and I use my hands to move energy and to move things and to heal that not having the ability to do that. I feel like it impacts the way that I'm able to do my work. Not that I'm not providing good care for people virtually. Um, I just think it's really different um, when you are a healer that works with their hands to not be able to do that. So I'm really excited to start to do more in person again. And, you know, I have to respect, you know, people's choices and, and, and some of my clients were just, we don't feel comfortable doing that. And I was like, I get it. I was like, I have all of the equipment to do it if needed. But um, I just think that I'm grateful for the ability to do things in a virtual way. But I think certain types of, of experiences are more powerful in person. So I'm excited that I get to do more in person again. Oh, absolutely. I agree. My hands are like my little antenna, like a little antenna or like little feelers, you know, like I, I can sense like sound frequency, like so many things like through my hands. And so, yes, it's been a big change for me this year. One thing for me that I think has been a positive out of it is it's put a lot of my regular clients more in the driver's seat because my sessions are almost like little like classes in a way, you know, cause I'm like, all right, you know, feel this at the chakra, put your hand here. Tell me, you know, what does this feel like for you? So one good thing has been they're doing more and they're realizing that they can, but it is, it's, it's so, it's so, so different for me as well. Yeah. And you know what, though, I agree with what you're saying that it's really empowering for the people we work with. And, and for me, it's been a lot with the parents and, One of the things I believe, especially when it comes to therapy, is it's an education and it's about integrating it into your life. And I think that with all healing work, right? Like you can work with me for an hour once a week, but if you don't integrate it into how you're doing things, 
how are you going to actually sustain it? Like my goal as a, as a therapist is that like, I don't people anymore. I want them to get better. And so I think has been a huge thing that I've learned as well is, okay, how can I provide other tools for the people I work with to have more awareness? So one, it, it makes the, the time that you do spend with them even more powerful, but it's also, like you said, it's empowering them to have a better understanding of themselves, their bodies, how they are moving and integrating, and which I think is actually a beautiful gift. So it's been, yeah, it's been challenging, but it's also been a really exciting like growth opportunity, I think, for on both ends, like the, the patients and for the practitioners. Absolutely. I have one client, she's a professor at Wake, and she, you know, she would always like get off the table, like when I would do energy healing and be like, I don't know what you did, but I just feel so much better. And she didn't want to do a remote session, but she was just like, well, eh, I miss you. Like, <laughs> I guess I'll do it. I don't think anything's <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> and she was just like, well, I miss you. So I'll spend some time with you, like whatever. And I love those kind of moments. Like when somebody realizes she was like, I can feel this. Like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm doing this. And that was just so rewarding to me, you know, that she went from like, yeah, whatever, you know, to like, I can do this. I can do this. Which brings me to your channeling. Has this year really strengthened that or brought that on more? I want to hear about how you started channeling and what that experience is like for you. Yeah, I believe that all of us have the ability to to channel and to, to you know, open ourselves up to source, first, whatever you like to say. And it started for me in a deeper way in 2018. And as I kind of piece things back together, I was like, oh, I've been doing this since I was a little kid. And that was really cool and powerful, but also really scary. And so 2018 was when I really understood it in a more like logical space of like, wow, I have access to something outside of myself. I have all these spiritual gifts and the ability to connect in different ways through my feelings, through, through all of my senses. And what happened for me is that it kind of like opened up. It was just a deeper layer of spiritual awakening, I, I guess you would say. And what happened is I received so much information and I was so sensitive. And this is why I'm saying it started to make sense with like how I got sick or was really impacted by other people's pain and trauma when I was working in a rehab hospital that was full of trauma is I just started to receive even more. So I was hearing things, I was seeing things, I was like seeing spirit around and I was just like, oh my gosh, like I would have never been able to talk about it even in this way like I am right now. And it brought out severe anxiety, panic attacks. Like I remember sitting, um, I was trying to figure out if I was going to be in Austin or not. So I was visiting here and I was with family and I was like sitting outside their pool. They had been gone for a day and I was like over there like breathing, panting, like, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to do? I am going to need to go to the hospital. Like what is happening to me? And it was terrifying. And then I, I mean, I had some coaches, I had um, energy healers that kind of helped me clear it. And really, for me, it, it really came down to, well, is this mine? And is this not mine? And I actually get to allow the information to come through me when I choose it. And so that was just very liberating. And now the way that I do channeling, and I open myself up to, you know, I, I say, God, angels, universe, beings of the highest light and compassion. And I view it in a space of there's like this giant team around me 
So I don't channel like a specific person or entity or anything like that. It's, it's more of a, a higher frequency and vibration that I'm tapping into. But I only do it when I ask. I open up my channel. I allow the information to flow through. And then I like close it down and I say thank you. And I release anything and let the energy be transmuted. Because I didn't know how to do that or I didn't even have an understanding of that. And it was I was so overwhelmed. And there was so much information flooding in and I just didn't know what was mine and not. And it was really scary. Having those tools and I mean, I kind of had to figure it out for myself and then do more reading and understanding of like what was actually happening so that I could could figure out like that's what worked for me and, and what I do now works for me. But this year has been as far as the ability to tap into like collective energy and source and, and channel has been a really interesting experience for me. Um, whereas in, you know, March and April, when everything kind of, you know, started with everything that shifted in the world, it was a lot and I was feeling a lot and I was really sad and I had lots of emotions, but it was also like, I'm using all the tools I know and I'm still feeling this and nothing's working. And I'm like, oh my gosh, am I depressed? Like what is happening? And so it was something that I was like, I can't even think of doing this for anyone else right now. Like I've got to get it together for myself. Um, and that was a very humbling experience. But then as I kind of recalibrated myself, kind of used all the different tools I know from nutrition and movement and and my own energy work and grounding and, and all of those kinds of things, it has been beautiful in the past few months. I've really just been like, there is a reason why I have this gift and I'm just going to share it. And so that's when I start. I used to do um, live channelings on my page like last year and I had stopped doing it. It just didn't feel right. And so I restarted that in the last couple months and it's been my favorite thing. I do it every Wednesday morning. It's like a pure joy of mine to do, but I've realized that it has provided so much of service to other people. And I just do it out of like the kindness of my heart. Some people end up working with me down the road and I'm like, awesome, great. But it's just an ability for me to be like, I know I can give this, but I also have to know I'm just doing it once a week in this capacity. And in other ways, it's with clients and that kind of stuff. But it's something that I know that I have, I can access for other people. And I, I try to remove my ego and I'm like, it's not me. It's just coming through me. And so this year has given me the opportunity to look at it truly from a space of, of service and how can I help? And then, um, you know, I'm so many people have asked and have been wanting to do it. And so now I'm starting to teach others how to do that through different workshops and like mentorships and things like that. So that other healers have this understanding that, Hey, I have access to this as well. It's been a very interesting journey in that, but has been such a beautiful gift. And I'm, I'm so grateful to be able to share it. Oh, that is so beautiful. And I've really been appreciating and taking note of healers out there who have taken advantage of the opportunities that have been at hand and, you know, made lemons, uh, made lemonade out of lemons. And you have, I've felt that like watching how wonderful to help other people that don't know what to do with their gifts, don't know how to harness that energy. And they might have all kinds of amazing healing abilities and just not know what to do with that yet. And to see someone, to have that gift of someone giving that experience of not just being brave with putting it out there and giving it of service, but also showing people how you, how you hold it responsibly and ground and be healthy with it too. That's really yeah. important. 
it's very important. And, and I, I think that I have such a personal experience to not doing it in a healthy way that I think that's one of the reasons why I'm really passionate about sharing like how to process all this information. And like you said, to ground and take care of your, yourself and, and really from a space that is not selfish, especially with the work that, you know, everyone does and that we do for everyone who's listening to this. We've got to honor the vessel that we are, and it's a responsibility, I believe, when we're doing the type of work that we do. Yes, being finely tuned and, you know, the care mm-hmm. that it takes to to use our instrument. And like you said, the responsibility of it, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the work that you're doing in the world. And so how can people work with you? How do they work with you if someone wants to go deeper, wants to go further? Yeah, so I have a lot of different um, online courses and workshops. Those things are on my website. And then I do um, one-on-one work with with people from from this kind of healing perspective. I mean, I work, obviously, I work one-on-one with my physical therapy patients with those that hit those. I also am creating a new um, mastermind and mentorship as a community and collective of people to be able to kind of go through this process. And it's really about the fusion of integrating the spiritual into the scientific and into your healing practice in, in whatever way that it looks and finding the safe marriage of, of how we get to not only take care of ourselves, but to tap into the potential of the people that we get to work with. So yeah, I have like all of the different types of things. And it just depends on um, the depth and level of the support that people desire. And I found that for me, I like to kind of meet people where they're at and say, okay, great, you want to do this with me, but you're not ready to dive into some of these deeper things. Awesome. Here's this, here's this workshop, like this will help you. Um, and then I have tons of free resources and, and everything. I put out a ton of free stuff on social media and in um, my community, I have as well. So, you know, I, I believe that there's lots of different ways that people can plug in and it's, you know, finding what works for you and what resonates with you. And where all do people find you? So my website is drkatiehenry.com and on all social media, it's Dr. Katie Henry on Instagram and Facebook and all of that good stuff. So those are the most, the main places that I am. And I love it. You do the channeling. You do that live every Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Every Wednesday. I do that one on my personal page, not on my business page. I don't know why. It just feels like I like to do it there. So that's on Facebook. But I'm actually probably going to move it onto YouTube. That feels like might be a little more fun. But yes, that's Wednesday mornings between 8 and 8.30 um, Central Time. I start between that. Between then, it usually goes for about an hour. Okay, wonderful. I highly recommend tuning tuning in for that. And I just have a couple personal questions, like as we wrap up, like things I'm curious about, because I'm such a neuroscience geek too. I love it. I love learning. And, and like we were talking about, just expanding our toolbox. What is your favorite modality of all the things that you've learned? Like, do you have, do you have a special love of all the healing techniques? Oh, that's such a good question. <laughs> um, so I, like, I have a lot of different tools. So um, I love channeling. I think that's such a beautiful thing. I use food and nutrition as medicine. Um, and I view it from a very, like, intuitive eating space. And does this food fuel my body? 
looking at our body as like a vessel in a channel. So very intentional about like the water I drink, the food I eat, that kind of stuff. And and my newest, I call it a play toy. Um, we were talking about it actually before this is the Healy device that I've have and it's really cool because it has a quantum sensor and it. it's a constantly shifting your frequency and it works on a physiological level of our physical body and like inflammation and pain but it also works on the energetic space of like chakras meridian points um, mental well-being and balance and so that's been something that has been really cool and for me it's a it's a fusion of science and spirituality which is one of the things that I'm all about so that has been like my newest playful toy and movement is movement 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 is always it's it's part of who I am and I think that moving can be so healing not only physically but like mentally and spiritually so those are kind of my four go-tos love 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 it all can't wait to learn more about the Healy too and yeah another question who do you find that is it attracted to you the most like for your coaching work is it mostly physical like fellow physical therapists or is it intuitive healers or just a big variety of all kinds of people it is a variety of people that are kind of in the healing space a lot of it is coaches and a lot is physical therapists especially people who were in the space that I was in I would say like five years ago who are practicing but are in the space of like I know I want more and that's probably a lot of the people um, that I work with. I've worked with a lot of nurses and a lot of therapists, so physical therapists, speech therapists, occupational therapists, massage therapists, and they have this desire to, to do something more and bigger outside of just the, the things that they've been traditionally trained in. And I resonate with that so much because that was a huge part of myself and my own journey. So those are, I mean, but I'm... I attract some people that I'm like, how am I even working? Like one of my one-on-one clients <laughs> is a computer programmer at Google and I would never thought I would be working with him. And then as I got to know him and his energy, I'm like, oh, this makes total sense. So it's more of their like energy space and their, and their personality versus like the label of what they're doing. So I'm always open and I think you never know who you can help and support. And also you never know who you can learn from. So I'm always open to learning from all sorts of people. Absolutely. And we're all healers, like no matter what mm -hmm. labels or certifications or whatever, everybody can be their own kind of healer, whatever, whatever their gifts are. So, oh man, this has been so fun. And I thank you. I thank you for the work that you're doing to lift up our community right now and make us stronger and help us thrive. Oh gosh, absolutely. And thank you for having me on here and having this conversation. I'm so excited for what you're doing and creating and just connect more with people who are doing work that is for the greater good for so many people. So thank you. And also thank you to everyone who's listening for what you do too. It's just such a gift. Well, I hope that you will come back inside the healing room again and share more of your wisdom. Oh, absolutely. I would love to. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. 